0: Hello, and welcome to week two of How to Build Yourself from Scratch. Um, I am sitting here in our little spare room. Our, we are lucky enough to have two bedrooms in our apartment, and uh, this is. I've decided this is going to be my podcast recording room because a lot of people do their podcasts in closets, I know. I'm not that, I don't know, <laughs> perfectionist yet about the sound quality, but this room is slightly smaller and less echoey, so hopefully this is good. I'm surrounded by a bunch of stuff that we brought home from India that we're now sorting through as we like we got a bunch of gifts for people and everything and we were given a bunch of gifts so I'm currently sitting in a room filled with stuff at seven something in the morning this is my second time recording this podcast because I decided yesterday I recorded a version and I gave myself permission I'm like okay this week I know how to edit the audio I'll I'll create a version that I can then edit. And I just went off the rails so many times and I realized I have to attempt to do this in one go uh, or I will get totally, totally sidetracked. So anyways, that's a sidetrack in itself. So let's just (laughs) get started. Um, before, Before we get started on this week's topic, I just want to remind you that I'm treating this podcast kind of as a course. It's meant to be listened to in order and the habits that I'm introducing, they're kind of meant to build on each other. Um, So if you want slightly more detail schedules, little printable guides to each week's habit as I introduce them, be sure to sign up for my email list, which you can get to. I'll put it in the show notes for this podcast. You can also access it through the through my bio on my Instagram and I think it's on my TikTok as well. Um, So be sure to do that if you want those additional resources. Uh, But yeah, let's get started. This week's topic or this week's habit is, the official name of the week is stillness. Uh, But the actual habit most likely is going to be meditation or meditation or mindfulness practice. Uh, I didn't want to call it week two meditation, though, because you are not required to meditate if you don't want to meditate. You can do something else that's related to meditation. And so I decided to call the week stillness. And I feel like that's kind of a silly, it's like, you know, it's not, what's the, not woo woo, but like, oh, it's the week of stillness. Um, But also, just to look ahead, next week is going to be movement. So it's kind of a Got got like a play on words going, this week is stillness, next week is movement. But anyways, let's get into what I mean by stillness. So first, the benefits of meditation or a stillness relaxation practice are immense. Uh, It's like we're past the point of having it be a question. There've been so many scientific studies. It's on the Mayo Clinic website that, I, and forgive me that I keep referencing the Mayo Clinic website. I'm originally from Minnesota, so I'm just biased and I, I, I see them as very highly regarded. But anyways, um, the Mayo Clinic officially says that, you know, meditation helps with a, a lot of health conditions. It helps, you know, if you get into a regular practice, it reduces stress, helps with your sleep. It can help with some chronic conditions. It can help lower your blood pressure. Um, right. It's, it's not a question that meditation is beneficial for our health. Um, but if you're like me, you, I've tried to meditate so many times in my life because I knew it was good for me and I have, I, I never stick with it. Like it to me, it I get I'm like I'm not good at this. This is boring, um, and I it's been a habit that's really hard for me to get myself to stick to. Until a form of meditation that I discovered last spring, which I will go into in a few minutes. Um, so I'm I'm going to talk about the form of meditation that I really connected with. But you are allowed to do whatever you want. I think the goal with this. Habit this week is to find something that really works for you, that you are not going to dread, that you're not going to feel like you have to like really, really force yourself to do. And I know it's a fine line between, right, sometimes you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Sometimes you want to push yourself to do something that's a little hard, um, but there's a difference between pushing yourself to stick to a goal and like creating some sort of task in your day that you just dread. Dread. And you, you know, you eventually will, if you're trying to like white knuckle your way into doing something, you're eventually going to fall off. So there has to be some aspect of this that you're, you're getting a reward from in the moment. So you're going to have, so my goal with you today is to help you find a form of meditation or mindfulness that is at least somewhat enjoyable to you. Uh, So the next thing. I want to touch on quickly is where m- your meditation so again I said this week's habit that we're officially adding to our habit list is to have a 10 minute meditation practice every day. I'm only going to do it every weekday um because if you want to do every day that's wonderful but I know me I have trouble sticking to um my weekends are a lot more variable and so I'm going easy on myself and I'm, um, you know, my weekday schedule with my weekday morning routine, uh, I can, I know I can stick to that, that goal. So my habit this week is to have a 10-minute meditation practice every weekday. And I just mentioned this a few minutes ago, but for me, I'm going to place that meditation practice into my morning routine. So last week, during week one of this little program, we established the habits of getting seven hours of sleep each night, plus reserving an hour before we go to bed for a bedtime routine and an hour after we wake up for a morning routine. As of last week, that bedtime routine and morning routine were total free time, right? You could do whatever you wanted with it. This week, for me, I'm going to use 10 minutes of that morning routine time for my meditation practice. If you really, really liked having the morning routine be totally free, um, you can put your meditation practice at some other point in the day. Um, but for me, this I enjoy it enough that it uh, it doesn't seem like a chore. And also, right, it's it's 10 minutes out of my hour, so... I now have 10 minutes devoted to meditation and the other 50 minutes of my morning routine are still free time for me to do whatever I want with it. Um, Again, I'm trying to give enough structure because I wanted structure. As I've been building habits myself, I've been looking for like structure, a guideline, a map, and I'm trying to find the balance of giving enough structure, but also allowing enough flexibility for you to figure out what works for you, because unless you find, you know a habit schedule that works for you and your life and your preferences, you're not going to stick to it. Right? So for me, my 10 minutes of meditation are going to go in my morning routine. Um, But you can do what you would like, but that would be my recommendation. Okay. I'll stop repeating myself. Okay. So um, now we're going to get into meditation itself Just to let you know, I'm going to probably say something wrong here. Obviously, um, meditation practices have been around for thousands of years. They're tied to many spiritual disciplines. um, And there's also a lot of conflicting information on the internet, right? So I am not an expert by any means. Most of the research that I have done, I've, I've taken one meditation course, which I'll talk about in a few minutes, and I've just done a lot of, you know, Internet research. So I'm probably going to say something wrong. Um, so just take what I say with a grain of salt. And, um, but here's, here's kind of the information that I want to pass on to you today that I didn't know as of a couple months ago. So a lot of people can think that meditation and mindfulness are the same thing, and they're actually not. They're actually two different practices. And From what I've gathered, mindfulness um, is a practice that kind of originated in the Buddhist tradition. And it's more about focus and concentration on the present moment. So oftentimes guided meditations that we listen to... Are more mindfulness practices right like you may have done a body scan where it's like pay attention to how your toes are feeling pay attention to how your knee is feeling pay attention to how your stomach is feeling Uh, that is about right focused attention to those parts of the body and um and on your present moment your present sensations that's mindfulness then there is a the practice of meditation which is um I believe uh, originated in India in the, in um, the Vedic tradition, which uh, is an offshoot of Hinduism, um, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. Um, but meditation, the focus is more about relaxation and relaxing the body. Um, so mindfulness more about the focused concentration and meditation more about just like, the relaxation of the mind and just really letting go. Um, they are both incredibly beneficial to your health, but they are just slightly different. For me, I struggled to get myself to meditate for so many years because I was trying to do mindfulness types med- type meditations and I struggled with them. I was burnt out for many years, I think. Living in New York City, you just get burnt out naturally, I think, just living life. And it's like my brain was so fried every day that I didn't need to do another meditation practice where I was like, I don't know, for me, it felt hard. I I didn't want to focus on my knee. I didn't want to work that hard to focus on my knee, focus on my elbow. Um, Again, very beneficial. But for me, I had such a hard time getting myself to stick to it. And this past spring, I took this online training for more of a meditation based practice which is more about relaxation letting your mind go and that one i was able to stick to um so i'll talk about the the practice that i did it was called it's um and you may have heard of it i think she's fairly well known uh it's ziva meditation which was introduced by a woman named emily fletcher she did a lot of studying and research um and she used to run classes in New York city and now you can take the course online. It is somewhat expensive. Um, so yeah, do, do with that what what you will. I mean, it's not like insanely expensive, but it's decently expensive. And I heard about it through an influencer who I follow, um, who I like. Her name is Cameron Oaks Rogers. If you ever, um, want to look her up, but, um, but, I. Uh, And this, this Ziva meditation course, I think is kind of similar to what gets taught. And this, this might be total bullshit because, uh, sorry, I, I just swore on this podcast. Sorry if you have children. Um, uh, but I, this, I believe it's kind of somewhat similar to transcendental meditation. If you've heard of that, um, because it's a mantra based meditation, and transcendental meditation you should google it it 's its own big thing um, a lot of celebrities do it it's a lot of people have found it very, very beneficial, but in order to practice transcendental meditation, you have to have taken like an official transcendental meditation course um, so this Ziva meditation that I took I think is has a lot in common, um, but it's not the same thing and but the overarching umbrella about these types of meditations is that they are a mantra meditation and basically as would be evident by the name (laughs) a mantra meditation is where you use a mantra kind of as your tent pole when you're meditating. So I'll walk through the process of a mantra meditation. You find a comfortable place to sit, um, close your eyes, and maybe take a few deep breaths to center yourself. And then you start in your head, repeating your mantra. And a lot of people, when they hear the word mantra, they think it's like a, you know, like, confident in 2024 is my mantra. And that's more of a, like an affirmation. I don't know. Um, But in in the context of meditation, a mantra should actually be a shorter uh, word, it should most likely be just one word and hopefully just one or two syllables because a mantra is just supposed to be a word that you can repeat over and over again in your mind to kind of anchor your meditation. And what I like about a mantra-based meditation is that it's not about focusing on the word, like when I've done guided meditations, it's like, I am like, I feel like I'm concentrating so hard on focusing on whatever I'm supposed to be thinking about, right? Like focusing on my knee. The mantra, all you have to do is just repeat it over and over again in your thoughts. And you will find that you can do this without much concentration. And, um, you know, a lot of like the stereotype word and not stereotype, I mean, it's around for a reason. It's important word is om, um. But you can use any word that's a a short word that that resonates with you, right? You could your mantra could be the word peace or love or happy, um, but it's just a word that you repeat over and over and over again. Just kind of as I see it as like a tent pole that's holding your meditation up. That you don't have to. You're not having to do the work of holding it up. It just is there. So. You sit down you close your eyes and you start repeating your mantra and you don't have to work at the concentration of it. So, and I, and most people that talk about meditation say this is that, that you're, you know, you're not supposed to work on eliminating the thoughts. You can let them come and go and observe them and all that stuff. But I feel like when you practice a mantra meditation, you can, it's, it's easier to do that because you just keep repeating your word. And you'll find that other thoughts start to exist in your mind at the same time as that word. And that's just fine. And so the only thing you can't do is to actively start thinking the thoughts. So, um, and I'll explain that. So, right, there is a difference between a thought and the act of thinking, so when we're meditating, we often have a bunch of thoughts that just come into our brain, right? We don't even realize we're doing it. We're not like, I wasn't planning on thinking about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, but then I couldn't help it. And then he destroyed New York City. Um, <laughs> it just popped into my head. Uh, so a, a thought just exists. We can't control it. It just comes into our brain. The act of thinking is a conscious process. We say, I'm going to think about what I'm going to have for dinner. I'm going to decide what, you know, what type of shirt to buy today. Um, and so as you are practicing mantra based meditation, the thoughts just, you can have as many of them as you want. You don't have to worry about concentrating on your word and eliminating the thoughts. The thoughts just come and go. You can take this like a wild ride in your brain on your thoughts. And, um, the only thing you can't do is when a th- when you realize you're having a thought you can't start like if the thought comes in oh i love um i love rutabagas you can't start thinking i am going to start concentrating on how many rutabaga m- recipes i can make this week you can't make a conscious choice to kind of abandon your word and start thinking about the thought that popped into your head Hopefully that makes sense. I know it's a little bit abstract, um, but for me, that has made all the difference um, that I really, and again, the goal eventually is that the thoughts, you know, you'll have less and less of them that pop into your head as you um, just keep repeating your word over and over again, but you really don't have to concentrate on the word, concentrate on not having the thoughts, like, for me, that switching in in how I frame it in my mind, when I practice mantra-based meditation, it really feels like like I'm just totally letting go. I almost, I almost get this sensation of like my brain is just like melting. I'm just like letting go of all the concentrating I had been doing during the course of the day. I don't think I, again, if you, and this is a lot of stuff I have learned from The course that I took, um, uh, Ziva meditation, I hopefully didn't, I think everything that I talked about here is something you can find online when you look up mantra based, um, meditation. I hopefully didn't steal her intellectual property, but there's a lot, she goes into a lot more detail in her course about exactly how you practice this mantra based meditation. So, um, you know, again, I recommend it. I found it, um, you know, I've, I learned a lot from it. Um, but again, it is expensive. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so that's kind of my meditation practice that I'm going to be starting just doing 10 minutes a day. And by the way, the Ziva meditation is, is more than 10. Um, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So, um, so that's going to be my meditation practice starting this week. I'm going to do at least 10 minutes a day of my mantra-based meditation and then I'm um and, th- and that's it. So, if you have been listening to this and you're just like I am just not up for meditating right now in any form, no guided meditations, no mantra meditations, um I don't need to like force myself to do something new right now. I would still love for you to get 10 minutes of a like kind of stillness practice in your day. It's just good for our nervous systems to relax. Um, and often we need something to focus, like not focus, something to distract us from our thoughts. Right. <laughs> um, so if you don't want to do meditation, here are a few other options of how you could utilize how you could spend those 10 minutes um, in order to meet my habit objective of the week. One is coloring, adult coloring books, All the Rage, about 10 years ago. They're still very enjoyable. Um, You can get so many of them online. I'll link a few. Um, But just spend 10 minutes coloring. You could listen to some maybe instrumental music while you do it. Um, I wouldn't advise listening to a podcast because, again, that's more about thoughts and active thoughts but just listen to some calming music that you like and color otherwise you could do knitting or needlework maybe while listening to music or in silence um just a repetitive physical motion um online they say that drumming is really meditative i don't know how you could like drum in the morning as a as a practice um but if you find some way to do that, you want to drum for 10 minutes, that's supposed to be very, again, because it's like a repetitive physical motion. Um, you could do a puzzle. A puzzle is starting to get in towards like a little more thought because you're thinking about where the pieces go, but it's still very, right, you're like cutting out the rest of the world and just staying focused on the present and this puzzle. Um, and so that's another thing you could do with your 10 minutes to officially satisfy my habit goal of the week um you could watch relaxing youtube videos uh, there's you know asmr videos you could watch the bob ross you know the the um what's the word i'm thinking of the bob ross walked so asmr could run right um <laughs> so you could watch bob ross painting videos um there's like i've seen people do like reiki practices on YouTube videos those might be relaxing they include calming music I there's a YouTube channel I found called relaxation film that's just like images of nature with calming music and not no talking and I find that it moves enough so that you don't get bored but it's just very you know low low stimulation (laughs) um I guess low thought um YouTube videos and oh my hopefully this is still recording I just like flipped my earbuds they were sitting in my lap and hopefully they didn't do something weird anyways um so and finally prayer if you are um if you are you know according to the religious practices that you are a part of um prayer if that's are something you already do prayer can definitely be your meditation practice as well as long as i wouldn't say like doing like a devotional reading that wouldn't count as your meditation practice because right that's a, involves a lot of thought um but you if you already have a prayer practice in place um that that is calming um go go for that that is wonderful um all right we're getting on towards the end so Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So, again, we're building on our habit last week of our. So, we're still doing our seven hours of sleep. We're still doing our bedtime routine and our morning routine. And this week, all we are doing is adding in that 10 minutes of a meditation or mindfulness or stillness practice. Again, find something that works for you, it has to be enjoyable. You can push yourself. Like if you want to try to meditate again, um, try it. Um, again, you can push yourself to to grow. But if you are just starting to dread it every day, pick, pick another activity that you can actually get yourself to stick to. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, I hope you have a really good week. Next week, we're moving on to movement, which will be fun. Uh, Be sure to sign up for my email list where I will send out printables that keep track of the habits that we're adding in each week. And I hope you have, and you know, watch me as I try to practice my new habits on Instagram and TikTok and uh, have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. Bye.